Hello and welcome to the When Wrestlers Up podcast. I'm John Cronshaw and I'm here today with Colin Cox. How you doing, Colin? Very well, thank you, John. How are you? I'm pretty good. It's pretty hot here in the UK at the moment, so it's, uh, yeah, I'm sweating. <laughs> there certainly is some weather. There is, yeah. That weather we have nowadays, the, the only subject we talk about in this country. We've just watched what can only describe as weird science. Series 4, episode 2, an episode called Men in Tights. <laughs> And I'm not going to beat around the bush here. This was terrible. It was fucking awful. This, holy crap. I mean, is this the worst (laughs) thing we've watched? It's up there with that episode of Boy Meets World. I think it's worse. I think it's worse, and I'll tell you why. Because the episode of Boy Meets World that we watched, um, the one that was it, was it for Love and Apartments? Something like that. That had a storyline. What the (laughs) hell was this? What the hell was this? This was terrible. This was just the worst thing we've watched. I think when you put it like that, you're probably correct. Like, how are we going to review this? How are we going to review this episode? Because it's... The Bristol Stool chart won't be enough. I think um, what we need to do is just cast your mind back to that wonderful 1980s body of Kelly LeBrock. Where was she? Where was she on this? Where was she? Yeah. So this is this is basically the the TV series of Weird Science, co-produced and co-written <laughs> by Ed Ferrara of Vince Russo and Ed Ferrara fame. <laughs> that um, make that makes a lot of sense. I mean, you know, clearly the guy who did it is is a fan of wrestling. You can tell that, but he also isn't a fan of storytelling. He's not a fan of writing, is he? No. So the the wrestler in this. Is our um, old favourite King Kong Bundy, who was fantastic in Married with Children when we watched that recently. Yeah, he was fine in this. He was absolutely fine in this. He, he was pretty much a um, very similar character to what the Randy off of the My Name is Earl did in that episode of Boy Meets World we watched, but not the episode that we were just talking about. Lovable, caring, sensitive giant. Yes. And that that was it. So the episode opened up. And we had a wrestling match between, um, what was it, the Amish guy? What was he called? I think he was some sort of priest. He no, no. from um, St. Michael's Basilica or St. Stephen's Basilica, something like that. No, no, there, there, was, there was the Jebediah. What was it? Here we go. We had, we had Jebediah Smith. Oh, yeah. The Amish Avenger versus the, um, what was it, Carn- Cardinal Carnage. Yeah. He was the one from um, St. Stephen's Basilica. Yeah, and he was played by that big guy off of the um, Green Mile. Yes. The one with the magic powers. Who um, likes mice and being dead. Yeah. Is he dead? Yeah. Oh, he is, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mark dead. Henry was one of his pole bearers. Random fact for you there. Really? Mm. Yeah, true. And Percy Pringle wasn't. No, no, he was conduct. He wasn't, but that would be good. He's saying Paul Bearer. I know, I know. Uh, are you saying a Percy Pringle? <laughs> Doesn't matter. I'm not even going to finish that joke. I would love to have, um, <laughs> know what the funerals conducted by Paul Bearer were, were yeah, like. Yeah. It's, it's... Was he in character? I hope so. I, I, I bet there were a few people who just go, <laughs> you know, Grandma, what? she was a big fan of yours. <laughs> can, you, can you just do, do the funeral in that voice? Can you make can you make the green smoke come out of her urn? <laughs> Sorry, 
again, we're losing our American audience. I know you don't all sound like that, just... 90% of them. Most of them, yeah. And then the other ones are angry, angry New Yorkers, so... Yeah. Yeah, that's that's it. Shall we explain that 90% to the Americans is a bit like a, a pizza with one tiny bit <laughs> cut out? <laughs> or a burger with one small bite taken out of it? I don't, I don't think that concept would uh, <laughs> translate very well. What, small bites? Yeah, small bites out of burgers. Yeah. <laughs> Where are... Bloody... We've, we've already gone on tangents. We've not even started the episode. Yeah, so... This Jebediah and the Cardinal are wrestling in the ring. It's bad. They're doing the thing. Mike Buffer. Was it Mike? Was it Bruce? Who knows? It was Mike. <laughs> He's the one who says, let's get ready to rumble. Oh, yeah, it's both of them. They're both the same. They're both pretty much the same person. Yeah. Yeah. Only one of them is very rich and the other one is mega rich. Yeah. So he does his, let's get ready to rumble. And then like in a lot of these TV wrestling things... He then does the commentary for the thing. For whatever reason. Yeah. And I found it interesting that it was all um, big WWF branding. Yeah, they had their logos everywhere. Yeah, it was a bit like... Because usually when we've we've seen these things, it seems to be WCW jumping on that bandwagon. Not this time. Not this time. We weren't really sure of what year this was, but I think judging on the logo, judging on the quality of everything... Somewhere between that... If- Five and ninety seven. Yeah, say. I think yeah. I was gonna say ninety six, but I mean between ninety five <laughs> and ninety seven. <laughs> fine by me. There's basically is it three geeky lads in the audience? It's um two and they're rather well one of them's rather butch brother. Is that what it is? Is it yeah. okay. So yeah, so it's so they're they're in the crowd watching the wrestling. I remember the film, it was reasonable. Yeah, it was alright. Am I right in thinking that this woman, the the science, the one that science created, she was hiding in one of their pockets? Yeah, she was little for whatever reason. Yeah. So e- even though she's a human, that's correct, isn't it? She's she's a human created by computer. Yeah, um, but, the film serves me correctly. Yeah, but she looks like a person. She looks like a person that exists in the real world. Yeah. But had to hide for what reason? Unless to get in for free, I suppose. I don't know. Maybe well, that's what it was. Well, if you could, you would. Yeah, so she was hiding in one of their pockets and one of the geeks, I think it was, um, he was heckling. His name is Chet. Chet? Chet. I believe it's short for Chester. That's not a name. It is a American. It's a place. I know that, but Americans, fuckwits. Yeah. Stop alienating our (laughs) listeners. All three of them are going to be gone. The heckling carnage... And he throws a water bottle, goes in slow motion, hits Carnage on the back, and Carnage is angry. And he turns around and goes after the Chet, I think his name was. He calls him to the ring and then he says something like, didn't I see you at the Michael Bolton concert? And that enrages Chester. So he he jumps in the ring and they they have a bit of a brawl. And then another one goes in. Is that right? Another one of, was it Chester's brother? Yeah. So that he goes in the ring and... I think he's called Wyatt. Really? Yeah. Okay. I think. And um, Unless he's... that's curly-haired one. He's a geek. No, that's Gary. Gary. Yeah. Okay, so it's Wyatt. Yeah, so <clears throat> Wyatt. Um, so he goes into the ring and the woman who... she's I think she's meant to be hot. She's not really. She's like... I think she's got big fake boobs. I think that's the... 
pumped up lips as well, it seemed, like um, Lolo Ferrara. Yeah, yeah. So she was basically just a very fake-looking woman, which I suppose is what a teenage boy in the 90s would design. But there we go. So she casts a magic spell because she's a genie, evidently. Oh, right, okay. And um, causes the lads to be wrestlers. But here's 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 the twist. Go on, Colin. I'll let you. I'll let you explain the twist. Well, from what I can gather, she was aiming just to give Chet. God, what a stupid name! <laughs> give Chet the magic powers, and um, Wyatt was trying to drag him out of the ring, but he got caught in it. So they both got the magic powers, but only when they're together. Yeah. So between them. Yeah, these two brothers who don't like each other, have got to spend time together now. Yeah, work together. And that sets up the episode. It's good, isn't it? It's good. When you say good. (laughs) You know, because of obviously being in the match, they go back into the locker room afterwards. Why? To the back. Why? Because because this episode is now a tribute to TNA. (laughs) (laughs) To the back. Yeah, so they quickly go to the back. And um, there's this promoter from the WWF. Yes, he even says he's from WWF. Yeah, and he says that um, you know he want he wants to sign them, wants to sign these brothers. They decide, okay, we will. (laughs) Is that the storyline? Yeah, pretty much. That that was the scene, wasn't it? It wasn't even like anything else going on. That was that was it. That was it. Yeah. So then we cut to. In fact, to be honest, this is probably the best bit of the show, where it had them. Introducing their characters, they meant. I think they're meant to be at Madison Square Garden. Clearly not. No, it. it well, they just call it the Garden. Yeah, and um, they're the Yankee Doodles. Yes. And that's that's their gimmick. They're a tag team. They're American. I think they're meant to be fan favorites. Are they dandies as well? They weren't very good, but as I say, this was one up there with one of the best bits of the episode, and it was terrible. <laughs> we then get I suppose this is the subplot is King Kong Bundy asks, as, hi, as himself as himself asks in a very polite manner um, whether the um, scientifically created lady would like to go on a date with him and she says I will take a rain check on that burn have that have that King Kong Bundy yes yeah and Despite then, the fact that he's lovely. Yeah, no, he he's... always comes across as a real nice guy. Next, we cut to what I can only describe as, I think it was a wrestling match. Lasted about 30 seconds and it was just nonsense. Yeah, have you, have you seen Monday Night Raw? No, it was nonsense, Colin. Have like, you seen Monday Night Raw? No, it was nonsense. <laughs> there was nothing. It was just literally... It. I, I imagine it's what... If someone was to watch wrestling for the first time catch the bit of a stupid match. Oh, have, and you, then walk have, off. have you seen SmackDown? <laughs> and then walk off and, and that would be their impression of wrestling. <laughs> that was what that was like. It was just the worst. It literally just had people running around. There's a guy in a mask going, ah! It was, <laughs> it was so bad. It was so bad. I wanted to just... I don't know. It was so bad that I, I couldn't even respond. I just, I just felt... I had that feeling, I had that feeling when, you know, 
maybe your family are up at Christmas, you're watching the wrestling, they come in on a really, like, just a dumb bit of Raw. You know when they have, like, I don't know, like, you, you know, your family are up and you're just like, oh, yeah, just going to watch some wrestling. You're like, oh, it's, it's crap, it's childish, you know, it's fake. Like, no, no, you've you got to understand it, you've got to appreciate the art. And then you see Mick Foley dressed as Santa Claus. Well, yeah, or, like, they come in and they say, um, uh, you know, Hornswoggle wrestling with the guy dressed... Or Hornswoggle in a bloody alligator suit or something, you know. That kind, that kind of thing, where it makes you embarrassed. Embarrassed to be a fan of wrestling. And that's not good, is it? That's not what you want. No, I mean, I wouldn't want my family to be up either. Oh, no, the, I'll tell you what, it, it's a bit like, just to pull this analogy out a bit longer. <laughs> um, I once had my mum come to stay and I was watching a late night film on, on sci-fi called Zombie King that had Mexican luchador wrestlers using luchador wrestling against zombies. <laughs> and it was great. That sounds great. It was great. I don't know if it has any real luchadors in, but it doesn't matter. You, you need to find that out yeah. so I can watch that instead. So I'd, I'd been watching it for, I don't know, about half hour. And it was, it, you know, it was most entertaining. As I say, it was after midnight. Uh, my mum coming down the stairs and it cut to a bit that was basically just a woman sat in a truck with her boobies out, <laughs> playing with her nipples for an extended period of time. Uh, what are you watching, John? Um, it's a zombie film about wrestlers. <laughs> you know, I'm 30-whatever at the time, you know. This wasn't like I was 13. This was, And it's like, right, is it? It doesn't look like it. <laughs> no, it really is, honestly. <laughs> All right, I'm going back upstairs. I'll leave you to it. <laughs> so, yeah. That was that was embarrassing. Don't know if I've ever told you that story. Really, yeah, but, I think you have. Yeah, there we go. Well, now it's now everyone <laughs> in the world knows about that one. But uh, now three more people know yeah. about it. Now everyone in the world, Colin, all <clears throat> a billion of us. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, the where were we? They've had the wrestle. Then they go back into the locker room, and it ends up that the Yankee Doodles, you know, the geeks of this weird science, who I assume are regular characters, they're established as kind of the main characters, they've put some of their stuff in a German guy's locker. Do you remember what the German guy's called, Colin? No, I forgot that. Dan Dan Blitzkrieger. Dan Blitzkrieg, that's it. No, Blitzkrieger. Okay. Yeah. Dan Blitzkrieger. Yeah, and they have a bit of a back and forth... He's annoyed. Says, oh, you've left cooties in my locker. I'll clean it. There's still cooties in my locker. Really bad acting. It's like, I know it's meant to be funny and because it, I think it's meant to be just like a poor man's Arnie. In, in fairness, it is Disney Channel. There's no excuse. Okay. Because you know what else is on the Disney Channel? The Gummy Bears. And that program's awesome. <laughs> you know what else is on the Disney Channel? Honey, I Trunk the Kids, the TV series, which we watched and enjoyed much more than this. Yeah, fair enough. That's yeah. absolutely fine. Yeah. You know what else is on the Disney Channel? DuckTales. Is it? I don't know. It's Disney. Yeah, but, you know. I'd put it on there if I was running Disney Channel. But you're not, I... Yet. Got big ambitions, Colin. You have to be evil like Walt Disney to run the Disney Channel. Oh, he's not evil. He just loves children. And he's got his head frozen somewhere. And he also loves Hitler. We all make mistakes, come on. 
Oh, man. I, re- I remember when you were banging on about how great Michael Moore was. It's just, it's just like that. Um, <clears throat> I don't know, you're thinking of Dean. Oh, yeah, cut that promo on him when he's not here, Colin. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dean and his lax tea-making abilities. Yeah, oh, my I went goodness. there. It's, it's coming out now. The gloves are off. The gloves are off and Dean, with his inability to make tea. Yeah, so... With his full-fat milk... <laughs> Who puts full fat milk in tea? <laughs> full fat milk in tea, John. <laughs> I'm not getting involved. I'm I'm just a mediator on this. I'm there. Uh, Dean, yeah. I'm challenging you to a tea off. What you gonna play golf together? Yeah, just long right near our house and I'm a yeah. better golfer than him. Oh. Here we go. The gloves. The and other gloves that, off. And after that, no, and I'll, golfing I'll, gloves. I'll have one glove on. It'll be a golfing <laughs> glove. <laughs> So one of the golfing gloves is off. Yeah. Yeah. And then after that, I challenge him to making a cup of tea. Right, so a double tea off. Yes. Yeah. And whoever wins shall be declared Mr. T. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's worth it just for that. (laughs) That was the payoff, everyone. That was the payoff. And just to think we script this stuff in advance. I know. It's golden. Yeah. Um, where were we? This bloody show. Um, so, the German guy is annoyed, uh, wants to have a match with one of them. Then there's another match in the ring, it's rubbish. It cuts to a bar and the three geeky lads are there with Lisa and they seem to be having a good old time. Gary, who's got the worst hair in the world, he um, chats to Lisa for a bit and... Um, what she, what is it she say? She say something about well, like I oh, you, you know you've got to be yourself. And... You can't leech off um, off your brother's fame. So he says it works for the Baldwin brothers. That was an okay line when I first heard it, but then I read it back to myself and. I mean, it's all right. It's fine. Yeah. Compared to the rest of the show, that's um. That's repartee. Yeah, I mean, that's up there with one of the best moments in the show, to be honest. I like um, the bit at the end when it went black. Just, just, spoiler! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so so then uh, Gary, Gary realises, you know, he can do this, can do this by himself. So he splits away from Lisa and starts chatting up this um, other lady and... She goes in a nice shiny black PVC dress, yes. and all less. Yeah, and and she. Is that the best bit of the show? It was up there, mm. and she goes, "Oh, but you have to be experienced." And then, and then he's chatting her up. And then who should be there? But the German guy. It's Dan Blitzkrieger, so he beats him up. And then he probably takes her on and beats her up as well. Oh, Colin, 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 Colin. It's these Germans. So then it cuts to Lisa. And that's the first time we get a name. Um, that's the one who's the scientifically made woman. She's realised that, you know, every, everything's kind of going a bit tits up at the bar and um, King Kong Bundy wanders over and goes, oh, can we take take that uh, date now? And she she starts, what she do? She, she yeah, kind of starts brushing him off a bit. And then um, what what's his what's his tactic? He, um, he plays the... I'm so sensitive, but I just wanted to go for ice cream card. And it works. It works. Yeah, that's that's how you do it, Colin. 
That's how you get those ladies. It's all about the ice cream. I remember that if I ever get divorced and have to get out there and I can't afford a male order bride. Yeah. So then it goes on to this date and Lisa and King Kong Bundy are enjoying the date and then sitting there eating their ice cream and it's all lovely. And then She's um, steadily getting a bit more piggy. Yeah. And then by the end of the scene, you just see her kind of with a nose in the thing. Yeah. No problem with that. That's how you eat ice cream. Yeah. So then we cut to the main event, which is the fight between, what is it, Chet? Was that did, Chet. Did we agree that was his name? It is his yeah. name. Chet versus Dan Blitzkrieger. <laughs> and um, this is where they realise, this is where it comes full circle. Oh. They realise that the spell... Curly hair um, drops the bomb on him. Wyatt and yeah. lets him know that they need to be together for yeah. it to work. So um, it cuts to Chet in the ring solo with um, Blitzkrieger cutting a promo on him. Doing lots of stretching. Yeah, no audience, basically an empty, empty arena, although the referees and stuff seem to be there. So I assume that was the match. And then um, they start fighting. Wyatt turns up. They do a double drop kick together. It magically knocks the German guy out. And then it's like, big celebration, yeah. And then it cuts back to the ice cream parlour. And Lisa's got an ice cream bowl on her head. And she takes it off. And she's covered in ice cream. And King Kong Bundy says, look, you're charming. You're graceful. You're beautiful. You know, you're a great person but you're just too much of a pig and I have standards. Which was probably, a, it was a very well-delivered line. Yeah, and he stood up and walked away. With dignity, yeah. Mark Hugh. Yeah. And then it cuts back to the wrestling and for some reason the ropes go magic and the German guy charges at the lads and bursts through the ropes and then it cuts to him and he's been chopped up into about five or six pieces. But he's still alive, and there's no blood. And then he says, okay, we'll call it a draw. Yep, and that was the end of the episode. And Lisa was there as well. She'd made it back. Like, yeah, within seconds. Within seconds. Terrible! It was terrible. I think I'm about to give this the first... Seven on the Bristol stool <laughs> chat. Tell me about a seven, Colin. Seven is complete water, brown, no substance. Maybe a little bit of sweet corn in there. <laughs> Probably not, but it is the highest on the Bristol stool chat. Is this is this a type <clears throat> that will burn you after after an hour or so of? Yeah, it is definite ring sting here. Oh. This is one of those shows where you watch it and it just saps your energy. It's me after I've eaten a sandwich. Yeah. That bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of sandwich? One full of poo. What? Yeah, a poo a poo sandwich on wheaty bread with sausage in there. Yeah. Sounds alright apart from the poo. <laughs> yeah. They um. Now this was just. I don't. I don't even know. As I say, like when we started this episode. Didn't. Oh, know there was that great bit when it finished. Yeah. But it's just, it wasn't even like, you know, you you watch some stuff. I mean, we, we watched um, War of the Stars earlier. 
We watched a bit of that. And... Yeah. And it was, you know, it was bad in a kind of campy way that was funny. Yeah. And if you're not familiar with this, it's it's a bit of a weird, like, Star Wars fan edit that does it in a grindhouse style. Um, so it, it makes it look like a really bad 70s B-movie. And... Well, in fairness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... The dialogue in the original, well, in all six Star Wars films... It's terrible. It's awful. Yeah. But this makes it better. It does make it better. For the for the main well, one of the main reasons is because they bring in um, cuts from different films starring James Earl Jones, so it gives it gives Darth Vader's character a bit more of a rounded edge. See, I, I thought he'd only ever been in an episode of Frasier and that film with Eddie Murphy. What coming to America starring Eddie Murphy? That's the one. Yes. Yeah, it was just bad. Um, <laughs> Colin. So we've got the number seven on the Bristol Store shelf. Is this is this the worst thing we've watched? On reflection, it is. I mean, it's just nonsensical bollocks. Yeah, that's the that's the thing. Because as a, as I say, it's like you know, you don't know what you've got till it's gone. We, we slated that episode of Boy Meets World, but at least it had a story structure, a story arc that held together. That made sense. This, this was just nonsense. This had like the continuity was off. Like Lisa and King Kong Bundy were at the bar at the same time as these lads, and then it's also when the wrestling match was. Yeah. And then they come, and then <laughs> it's stupid. It's just stupid. If I can compare this to something wrestling related, this is ten, ten, ten. Ugh. This is. That bit in TNA <laughs> that... I can't even describe that bit in TNA, but it's when they cut an hour-long promo the next night <laughs> explaining in full detail all the shit yeah. that happened the night before. Hey, at, least the, at, least, at least they tried. You know what this is, to compare it to a TNA storyline. Do you remember when Samoa Joe got kidnapped by ninjas? Yes, and then he just came back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No explanation, no context. <laughs> we were just like, oh, you know, it'd be cool. Yeah. And that was that. <laughs> or, or or a bit like the time, you know what, a bit like the time when, uh, for some reason, the Pope D'Angelo De Niro started running a dog fighting ring. <laughs> <laughs> and then Samoa Joe muscle busted him through a pig. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, I haven't got a mist here, <laughs> Yeah. I'm not. I'm, I've not watched it for several years. Yeah. You know, we've took we've took the bullet on this. <sighs> just whatever. Just go away. <laughs> now, honestly, um, follow us on Twitter at WWA Podcast. Review us on iTunes, and tell your friends about us. And if you've got better suggestions than this, then you'll have probably seen a wrestler in something. So, uh... or if you've got worse suggestions, we're always up for a challenge. I don't think I don't think it's possible. I don't, but I would like to see it. Do you know what this this was an email suggestion as well? So you can email us at <laughs> wwapodcast at googlemail.com. So do that. Ruin our lives. Make us feel just dreadful. This is twenty three and a half minutes we'll never get back. Plus this forty minutes of describing it. Yeah. So But this forty minutes was good for us. 
It's cathartic. Yes. Yeah. It's it's like it's like them people who write them like trauma abuse memoirs and stuff. It's you know kind of just it's exercising those demons that'll stick with you otherwise. So. Or your memoirs, as you put it. Yeah. So, motivational tour coming soon. (laughs) Yeah. Right. So, on that, bye-bye. Cheerio.